Blog Talk Radio.
I'm not sure. I'm not sure we're getting across to people in a in a proper way. And uh, I was wondering if you might be able to help me with that, uh, help us clarify that to to people. Uh, it, it seems like those who believe it can be done uh, will believe it, you know. But but there are so many that don't believe it, you know. And uh, when you said you were searching the. Uh the net was this in response to our shows, or just in general, people don't just realize yeah, that just there's a world beyond and a way to reach it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it just, actually, what I did is I just I I, I simply put in uh, transdimensional travel, you know, uh, and our transdimensional communications, and I just kind of looked up what what was there, and it's, it's so many. Um, Miss uh, seems like so many people. So many people are out there trying to communicate, trying to explain this 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 concept, but they seem to be missing the boat. Uh, they, they seem to be missing it. And and um, you know, I was just wondering if, if there's any way that maybe we can clarify it a little more to to people. You know, um, well, I, very. Uh, yeah, you know, that, how, how to verify that we can do this or that it can be done, you know. And um, and from that point, uh, how it can be done and with whom it can be done, to, you know what I mean? Um, because it seems oh, very like there's a, a willingness on our part as well as willingness on the people from the other side, you know. A simple explanation is that we can actually leave our planet, although we do it mechanically and we do it through NASA and uh, telephone waves and and, and mm. even waves of uh, where we have the dish networks and cable networks. Obviously, even if we can't see yeah. these uh, images flying through the air, a dish wave can pick up an undulation or, let's say, a vibration, and we can see it on this thing we call a TV. And in that sense, if one could see that these energies can transform through the air and still magnify itself or see itself in another space or time or in real time nowadays. So if maybe we can make a little correlation as far as even that we cannot see it, it still shows up in front of it. Now, a lot of people may see this as magic, alchemy, or if you're transcending, as we would say, from uh, one bridge to another, from one space to another. I think the very first, uh, perhaps not the first, but the idea that crops into my mind is the idea of, of application, if one doesn't want to have the experience or doesn't want to share or at least attempt the experience of application and modification of thought processes, they would find an adaptability to be able to reach beyond these realms that seem unreachable. I mean, if we took ancient times and uh, someone was, uh, was to say, wow, you know, how is it possible 
to have an image in one place and then show up simultaneously via the net or, or whatever technology you want to use today, uh, people can watch things simultaneously whether you're in the room or not. The air or the energy is still there. So I'm, I feel that uh, an achievement in uh, allowing one to experience this would first have to be uh, adaptable uh, by the, mess, the, be, the best means possible is to try to have a conversation with these forces or a development of adaptability that actually takes place in current life now. And uh, it's all known as sensation, really, and boundaries and spheres. And, and uh, uh, when we accustom ourselves to the reception of contrasting ideas, like uh, if one can't grasp an expectation of this, all that is really expected of them is to attempt an application of it. And in this way, you might find, not might find, but those who are astute at it uh, would achieve that moment of, wow, this can happen. Wow, there is uh, other yeah, worlds around us aside from just the astral or the sixth It's, it's a frequency. It's, a, it's, a, it's creating a, a, or I don't know about creating, but identifying a frequency and and you know it's a friend of mine once established a whole radio station by creating a frequency to identifying a specific frequency that nobody else had, had, had identified before and created a radio a radio frequency and and they created a, a whole new radio station based around a frequency yes. that, they, that they discovered and you can and, go back and Great beings, as as, as uh, just Tesla, for example, uh, yeah. he was uh, able to show electricity through some of his uh, his uh, yeah. experiments like that. Well, it's the same thing in the future, and I know yeah. we want we want one to know now that there's a possibility of it, and perhaps it may even show up in dreams. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Wow, I just had this. Uh, this uh, phenomenal experience of of seeing a being, perhaps even from another interplanetary. Uh, <laughs> so uh, when we're talking about the, the future and we're talking about now, uh, if we can consider uh, to cooperate with the mind or cooperate with, let's call it the far-off world, because that's also an ascension. And when this is realized, and, and for some people, it may never be realized in this lifetime. It could be an accumulation of energy from previous lifetimes and uh, things of this nature. But to uh, cherish the idea of knowledge, I, I believe knowledge is, is the gateway. We spoke of this uh, briefly uh, last week about undulations or waves of energy or overlapping waves of energy and we did right. speak briefly on that and uh, from, for those of us who also know that there are greater beings on this planet such as masters and teachers and for me Newton was a, a great scientist who walked this earth and, and with his ideas. You know, he did more research 
on the theory of God and the theory of all than he did on any of his sciences that we worship today. So that's only a prelude to to some of these ideas. So I believe one, not believe, I know one of the uh, aspects or one of the ways uh, to help one uh, determine that they can leave their body or there are other dimensions is one, the application of it, and two, to cooperate with your mind's idea. Even if it isn't your mind idea, experiment. I believe I used the word peekaboo list in, in our last uh, segment because many are just fearful of what they don't know. So, right. uh, And when you're in harmony... And when I use the word harmony, harmony with the idea that you can have transmutation of energy and consciousness. It goes all the way back to to, uh, uh, alchemy, where uh, one's uh, changed uh, the philosopher's stone. One was changing some sort of compound into another compound. We did it with lead and iron and steel. And it wasn't until they put these applications into place that they had something firm to hold on to. Well, I feel that it's the same way in the level of consciousness that we carry. If one would want to construct, and even in their mind if they think it's a falsehood, but if one would might uh, to, uh, to construct in his thought process, the idea that this is welcomed, this is there, and unless they they themselves actually experience it, how do they know anything about ascension? And I believe I mentioned this in a, in a previous uh, conversation with you. I don't recall if it was on the radio or not. Yeah, yeah no, we, I'm sure. Yeah, then, we we yeah. talked about the idea that you could have salt and pepper on the table, and you can have the knowledge of the salt and pepper on the table, but unless one actually applies it or attempts to apply it, you may or may not like it, but uh, without that application of it, you're really not going to know what that substance tastes or feels like. So when we're talking about... uh, I'm not trying to convert anybody into... Yes, this is a, this exists, and we need this conversion, and and uh, this is the only way to go. I I know for a fact that uh, anything that is in form, any kind of form, is an expression of matter, is an expression of uh, far off worlds. Now, when I use the word form, when you think about it, you can almost describe anything as form. You could say, look at this form, look at that form. All that is part of that cosmic energy, or even the word that or thatness. Uh, and, and many of the ancient words, uh, when you use the word that, and in Sanskrit it's tavata, uh, when you use the word that, itself describes itself. And most of the time, the word that is in a capital T, which means it's of reverence, it's of a greater value. So you can point to anything and say, look at that, and look at that. That, that in itself, <laughs> small t, uh, is a manifestation of, uh, of creativity. We, as builders or constructors of our journey, can put that together. We can put anything together, especially when we had the 
the uh, the world of innovation when we we started to create perhaps even from uh, spheres to landing on the moon. So in that sense, again, small t, one may grasp the idea that these conditions or adaptability or modification of one's thought process could actually bring us to another dimension. And I'm only talking about our planetary astral projection, not even going beyond the idea of uh, interplanetary communications. You can go back to Star Wars with that. Someone created that idea. Perhaps it exists. Perhaps it's, it's uh, just a movie. But in the realm of the idea of that creation, it's still manifested on the screen. So uh, the idea of uh, perhaps teaching one, or at least, uh, again, not trying to convert anybody, but at least experiment with the idea of the powers of the mind or the powers of the self or the powers that be, be it uh, God, the cosmos, thatness, uh, any particular language that can take a form or even a non-form will give you that opportunity. You know, I recently uh, was uh, reading over I had a column back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, and it was called The Cosmic Corner. And I briefly was going through some of my archives, and I thought perhaps this was an interesting share, if I may. And uh, the question that was asked uh, to me, it says, with all this talk of regressions and past lies and if I've lived before, how come I don't have any memory of it? This hit a note in me because if one says, well, that can exist and they don't have a memory of it, perhaps they haven't tried an application or the idea of, uh, of even, um, uh, aside from putting into application, the idea of pondering on these thoughts. And uh, I did answer this letter uh, in a way, or this column. Uh, it was from a lady named Stacy and Beth Page. And uh, I answered it like this, if you don't mind me sharing this. It no, says, no. memory exists in the physical aspect of the personal mind or the self. Now, without memory, one might think, well, if I can't remember it, how could it exist? But like all physical principles, Memory is designated most of the time after death and along with the brain. It dies with the brain in a sense. When the physical body goes, so does the brain. And this vanishing memory of a past personality uh, cannot be recorded in a future personality if you have a, a tape deck in one tape and then uh, you, you, you change the tape and you put it in another tape deck, doesn't mean the memory didn't exist, but it was in a different time and space. So as we journey, we create new memories. And one of these memories that we can create is by the idea of applying that which you know or perhaps even that which you don't know. Uh, and then there was another letter here, and it says... Um, uh, weeks ago, I experienced my first clairvoyant reading, and it says, I was impressed with the outcome. And the individual here, uh, Jim from Sable, 
said, uh, I still find it very hard to understand how any clairvoyant or how any psychic might be able to take my private thoughts and reflect them so clearly. How does this work? That's similar to the question that you're, you're, you're asking. So many people don't believe in it or, or, or don't understand it because uh, perhaps it's not familiar with them. It's not normal to them. The more normal, the more you practice, actually, I don't really know what the word normal means, but the more that you practice and you have that adaptability, modifying one's thought process, and this has to be done by your will, no one else's will, because if you're trying to uh, convert someone into belief, it's not going to happen that way because it's not your experience. When you have an experience, is usually when individuals will then turn to say, well, gee, I think I saw a spirit over there. Or I, I understand clairvoyance can see spirits around someone. But how did they see that? How does that happen? This was the question that was in the article. So in situations as these, we're dealing with energies that are reflected from your own thoughts. Usually it's each lifetime. There are clairvoyants and great beings and, and knowers who can peer into the past just as well as they can peer into the future. Now they want to know, how is that done? How is that possible? If I don't even believe in it, how can I get the image? Well, like I said, in situations like this, each thought you have has its own image around it. Uh, the amount of energy or how frequently you think the thought, the more it will appear. So it's as if you, um, you have a conversation with yourself or you have a conversation what you know the self to be. And you can adapt and modify and say, gee, you know, people saying that these experiences are out there. How do I know they're out there? Well, perhaps if you start building up or adding one particular thought a day, all right, today I'm going to attempt to have a dream. It may not happen that day, but in the accumulation of the thought process that you carry, like filling a sink with water, it could be drip by drip, or you can have it on full force and have a whole clear vision of it. In fact, I believe it was Nostradamus who who used to peer into a bowl of water and a flame to get reflections to see what uh, the future might be or how, uh, I don't want to use the word convince because that's not what I'm attempting to do here. I'm not attempting to convince. I'm not attempting to convert. What I am asking the listeners is that if they would give themselves the opportunity to, uh, to put an application in, literally like the application you wrote for Billy uh, to help him to get into heaven, knowing that, that worlds beyond this exist. So you put an application in. Now the next step of that application will be some sort of evidence. The individual wants to have evidence. They want to have knowledge. And the knowledge is, is the currency of the universe, aside from vision and numbers and things of that nature. But to make this transcendence into other realities or, or realities that exist that we're not familiar with, you need to cultivate the thought process. Attempt it. 
I'm not saying you're going to have an immediate experience if you do it. But in the process of filling up a sink or filling up a glass with water, uh, the more accumulation you have, the more familiar you become with it. And then the mind it may not be so narrow. And in that, there's an infinite of varieties of, of different tests that you can try. And I'm using the word test because uh, it belongs with experiments. It belongs with the, the reality of let me use this knowledge uh, of currency of knowledge for the universe and see what happens. It's actually our birthright, Leo, that we have vast uh, array of infinite energy that we can mold clay into a most beautiful statue or or uh, years ago, kindergartners made ashtrays. They're probably banned nowadays. But uh, you have a lump of clay, and as you manipulate it, you turn it into something. Now, if you could take the thought process and these far-off sci-fi thoughts, perhaps, or realities, and do the same thing with the clay of the thought, the clay of the mind. And in doing this, that infinite variety can change the evolution of a person. Uh, and when you prepare and you make that preparation, what occurs is that that preparation starts to manifest for you. Oh, I felt that thought. Oh, you know what? I had deja vu. Oh, you know, I, I, I really thought that was going to be the next song on the radio, and thus it manifests. And there are people I know, including clients, that say, you know, Maria, every night I wake up, it says 333. Now, perhaps it happened once, and the person thought it was odd, and then the next time they open their eyes and it says 333. You're building an accumulation of thought processes so, so that you can have this manifestation, this uh, preparation, let's say, for 333 to show up again. Our mind is so infinite. And there's so many varieties of ways that uh, uh, we can help society. Society in the sense that you start achieving in what you understand this transdimensional goal is, or this brings an opening into what we would call gateways, and it brings new hope to see uh, truth, uh, perhaps, in a different light. Now, I'm not saying truth changes itself, but truth has many, many ways of showing itself. When people change their old ways of thinking, then a new reality manifests. And I, I believe if one, not believe, I actually know that if you have an accumulation of even a bank account, we talked about cosmic bank accounts from previous lifetimes, we need to investigate and we need to take interest toward the inner dimensions of who and what we are. Question? Leo, did I lose you? No, no, no. I, I was actually listening to what you were saying. You were fascinating. Um, no, I, I, I had I, to take a breath there. I'm taking a sip of water. Excuse me a minute. <laughs> uh, that's fine. No, I was absolutely uh, uh, um, in agreement with what you were saying. 
and I, and I think that the um, that that understanding these um, um, uh, that, that, that there's really concrete evidence that 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 uh, proves the existence of afterlife and proves the existence of transdimensional um, existence, and and I think we we we, we experience that daily. It's just that we don't uh, that most people don't. Uh, uh, accept it as as anything other than you know maybe a, a normal phenomenon, but uh, it, it it's there, and and what you're saying is is, is so is is, is accurate, is very accurate, and um, I, I was just thinking of the uh, I, when I looked today, uh, I, I was doing some research and trying to identify uh, what 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 the overall um, what can I say? The overall general consensus is to 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 um, uh, what we're talking about uh, to, to transdimensional aspects uh, of consciousness, and as well as, as as communicating with 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 uh, with others on the other side. Um, it seems like it it it, it goes from the um, uh, what can I say the Blase, you know the the yeah it happens and you know almost almost a commercializing of of that of that trend to to a, a the serious um, uh, initiate of, of of the study and 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 it's all over the I mean and when you look at it when you when you just put in transdimensional uh, travel or transdimensional um, transdimensionalism in, into the in your community you come up with all kinds of different of different uh, things, but what what I was trying to, I, I guess what I was trying to discover, or trying to not discover, but trying to explain on the show tonight, and you did a very very excellent job with it, by the way, uh, was was how we how we can validate that this exists, and how we can validate that these uh, experiences and these communications can exist, and. Um, I found I, I was gonna I was gonna mention this to you uh, actually privately, but uh, but it's probably a good time now. But I find that when you when you have the ability or when you when you are awakened to that concept that you do can communicate, and you begin to communicate with 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 spirit, well, it, it's a it's a it is a uh, it's a new uh, home. Uh, it's literally a new home. It's it opening and expanding of a whole new door of consciousness. Exactly, but it becomes overwhelming, actually, too, uh, to to a degree, until you can define it and and refine it to the extent where you say, okay, I've I've had enough, (laughs) you know, I've had enough for the day. I've had enough at this point, and I have to, you know, Get back to the thinking, you know, and 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 other and ter- third dimensional reality. Um, I I find that uh, it it can be overwhelming, and and it can be over over overtaxing, in the sense that that you uh, someone who is a uh, someone who's, who's experienced as you are, and 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 I I say myself because I. I am somewhat experienced, not not to the dimension that you are, but but you know you 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 get overwhelmed by 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 the uh, gift, if you will, uh, you 
hours and many days and many weeks and months within that within that uh, that that um, um, the realm. Exactly. <laughs> And, yeah, you know, you can you can take okay. tiny little sips. In fact, I, I was just smiling at uh, this. I had to take a drink of water, and on the, on the top of the cap it says, "We use less plastic." But it's a tiny <laughs> little, <laughs> you know. And even that yeah. you're using less plastic, you're still wetting your whistle, for lack of a better word. That's and true. even if you have to take tiny little sips and tiny little caps. And while I was drinking the water, I was thinking of the prairie days where uh, could you imagine a woman in those days thinking of a dishwasher? <laughs> it exactly. would almost seem so far out of, out of space, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Or, or you know, and or yet it's common, it's common now. It's yeah. common now. Now, if you could just relate our everyday experiences with the same adding a little bit more thought, perhaps, or opening another window in the house for a breeze, or turning on an air conditioner, that exactly. you'd be familiar exactly. with that. Yeah, exactly. So it's the familiarity of learning or, let's say, experiencing or testing. Now, I know we spoke in previous uh, shows about fears and things of that nature, but the real cure for fear is knowledge. Once you have the knowledge, I mean, uh, I can imagine when we had our, our explorers go out into the jungle and they lit up a lighter and the uh, the ancients... Uh, a match, the, yeah, they, they stuck a match or something, yeah. Magic. They would, yeah. They would assume it was magic, you know, in, in the nature of things of, of that. Now, there's another word that comes into this whole theory is the idea of intuition, the intuitive oh. nature of of the being. Like what right. I was saying earlier, one would say, wow, I thought I had this experience before, which we all know the French word, it's called uh, déjà vu. Like, that's this right. yes, yes, that's true. Yep. So, so in this aspect of saying, did it happen, did it not happen, we start questioning that which isn't always that familiar. So the more familiar, again, I, I wish I could find a, a, a greater uh, expression or a greater word, and I'm sure one will come up. But uh, this, it's actually an initiation. When you have an intuition, it is into you that it happens. It's an intuition. So that intuition is basically an esoteric initiation. It's like, wow, I thought of this once, so now I'm initiated in it. And, uh, you know, it could be uh, a small, simple thing, an electric can opener. I like to <laughs> these yeah. thoughts and yeah. actually bring them into everyday experiences because they are everyday experiences and individuals pass away every day, although many people use the word die, I, I in my own language, uh, just feel like you're changing clothes. And that's not a lack of empathy. It's not a lack of love. It's not a lack of sorrow when I say these things. But as we begin to evolve, we know that 
when one person passes over, it doesn't appear that they come back right away. They may come back in another lifetime. You may come back in group uh, group uh, energy, like many have that have passed away in wars and challenges of the past. And they may even reincarnate in groups such as that. Uh, so there isn't one particular answer, Leo, to say, how do I tell people that this teaching is fundamental and, uh, and, and it exists? Because you have to have the subject and the experience. Once one's loved one passes over, many times, that's when an individual may start to seek beyond this realm or wanting to talk to their loved ones on the other side, which really, there is no veil. It appears that there's a veil because the physical body isn't there, but the energy, the existence, such how, just as I as I do a reading, and that, that one letter, one says, how, how can you read the thoughts so clearly? How do you know? that uh, you're speaking to the loved one. And often when you have a loved one who's crossed over on the other side, they don't lose their personality. They often will give your loved one an indication that by all means that was a a family member, a loved one, because only they would know and be able to take in that situation and then perhaps have that, application or that knowledge or that experience that uh, now I have no doubts that this occurred or the doubts will slowly dissipate. Some will say, I think I saw something out of the corner of my eye or a shadow or I smelt the lilac bush in my grandmother's yard. Those things are real. There's uh, many different levels of of psychism, again, for... uh, many different labels you can use. And uh, these different levels of psychism will be how much accumulation you would have in the wisdom or knowledge that you have about this experience. Those who know their loved ones are still around may have a greater experience with speaking, communicating, such as we did, because we knew our friends who crossed over. We knew them And we knew their humor, and uh, that's why in in tonight's show, only because we knew them, it may have seemed, oh, well, you could say anything because they were your friends. That's true, but I'm in constant awe. I don't know what's going to come out (laughs) of the love we have or what they're going to say next. In fact, one of the humorous things I found was when uh, Billy said I was supposed to go first <laughs> for those of you who uh, followed the show no, things. and we laughed here because we knew him and we knew he would say that and we knew and we could almost hear him say that and it, it was like uh, even Lila you know she she was laughing very very hard because she 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 knew Bill so well and we and and but the but the I think where what I what I what I wanted to uh, get across tonight was to validate to prove to people that you can validate the existence of these of this phenomenon. All right, simply by the the the, the um, simply application. by application. Yeah, exactly by application, 
and by by letting down your guard a bit and 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 accepting the the that communication it's like it's it's, it's no different than and you had mentioned it earlier and I, I love the analogy because you mentioned it's like it's like it's like a radio frequency and you're you're going through the stations and all of a sudden you pick up one that that you know that that you like you know oh gee they're playing that song or oh he's talking about something good or oh you know there's 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 hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of frequencies and they all operate basically on the same uh you know uh 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 uh, uh, uh concept you know, yeah, you know and you remember you know the old when, when the old televisions uh you used to have U UFC and uh, VHS or whatever v, VFC or whatever there was two channels. You get ultra high frequency and and uh, lower frequency. Do you remember? You used to have the the, the dial on the yeah, old and black. they were in giant giant consoles. I yes. mean, we yes. have more information in our little cell phones than we had in those big. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's what we used to do. And you used to go, oh, okay, let's 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 see what's on UFH. Okay, and you you and you'd switch the the, the little dial. Okay, over to to ultra high frequency, and there'd be some, there'd be another station there, you know, and and, and I can like, remember asking my brother by giving uh, him a to stand there and hold the rabbit ears. <laughs> all the rabbit ears, exactly. Yeah, yes, so, exactly. that I could get a better image. <laughs> now look at the images. He doesn't have to hold rabbit ears, you know. It just oh. comes through the air through our technology and our wisdom, and of course. The knowledge. Now, uh, if I may just continue a little bit on on this yeah. column about how uh, a clairvoyant reads, I found it very interesting. In fact, this yeah. one is dated uh, 1988, so oh. uh, it's a while ago. So uh, if I may just finish this. If it gets uh, boring, it is stop. Okay, so uh, it says, and he was asking, how can one explain uh, this clairvoyance? You know, how, how do you know that these things actually exist because I am clairvoyant? Although I must say, I have to say, I came in with it. But it can be applied, it can be practiced, and and it also can be enhanced by the knowledge uh, of knowing that it exists. So the uh, the rest of this letter I answered. In fact, I didn't pre-read it, so uh, it might be a little rough and tumble here. Okay. No, go ahead, please. It says, uh, in the situations such as these, we're dealing with the energies that are reflected from your thoughts. That means the living person. Right. Each thought you have has its own image and aura around it. The amount of energy or how frequently you think the thought creates a stronger image of the thought within your aura or energy field. These impressions or images are the ones that are closest to your thought and manifestation. Let me stop there for a minute. It's just yeah. like filling the glass with water. The more thoughts you have about it, the, the clearer the vision is for the seer. Then it goes on to say, reflections of your light, sound, and heat. There's the triad again that we spoke of earlier. Reflections of your light, sound, and heat are given off in your aura, complete with personal and impersonal messages. 
These images are made up of mental, physical, and emotional, and spiritual thoughts, energies that were created by you. You remember your loved ones, and you remember particular things of your loved ones. Now, the seer or the clairvoyance, such as I, would say, when you look upon yourself in the mirror, you see yourself. Although it's a reflection of your own image, your thoughts in the form of energy reflect the pictures of the ideas and expressions. So what I'm looking at is the, the seeker's visions and knowings of their loved ones reflecting back to me. They radiate the vibration of rays and light into the form that you have created for that thought. Now, how do I know this person had a pearl necklace on? The individual who loved them was given these pearl necklaces from their loved one. So now in their reflection, knowing that their loved one exists, I'm able to see that. Now they say you have clear audience, uh, which means you can hear. Uh, you have clear vision, which means you can see. And uh, there are many other uh, things. But in this whole thing here, they radiate the vibration of the rays of light into the form. Remember, the form can take any shape that you have created for the thought. Now, reflection has a job to do in its cosmic essence. Although we may use the term on many... Uh, Okay, excuse me, I lost the line. Okay. Although we may use the term on many images of self, there is clearly an aspect of law in working. The images coming from reflections are returning to its source, the self, which was collected data for assimilation. Now, to assimilate is to absorb and to incorporate as part of the self. So the one you're reading, this loved one was part of themselves, right? This gives us the opportunity to see the self, the mirror image through our own creations and the creation of your loved one. Now, the loved one is going to send the seeker a picture of his pearls, of the pearls, or only that which the person knows. If you have a clear vision of these realms, you become the reflector of the images, the ideas, and the thought. The clairvoyant returns the reflections of your expressions by assimilating your, the seeker's expression by using his or, her, his or her own aura, much like that of a mirror. The more radiant the aura, the clearer the reflection of the self that has been expressed via the clairvoyance. Thus, you have a reading. Now, it could go much, much deeper, and I could have gone on pages and pages and pages, but oh. the loved one that you're seeking to communicate often will only give an image that the seeker is seeking so they have no doubt it came from them. And again, there's also clear audience. You can hear as well as see. So in that sense, uh, when one gives a reading and they saying, how do you know this? One could say, well, you're reading the person's mind. It's not the mind that you're reading. You're reflecting the love of that individual's loved one who crossed over through images, and they become more familiar with it. The more familiar they come, 
then they know their loved ones are there. For example, I know we had uh, we spoke during the week. I believe it was during the week, and I said, Leo, do you ever get like little radiant uh, drops of green or orange or mostly mostly it's purple and green for me. And I could be reading a book, and I'll get this little bing, a little uh, green spot or a blue spot. And evidently, it could be something that I was looking for, and boom, there it is. Now, I'm not saying, uh, oh, gee, a loved one on the other side pointed this out to me because I had that, that accumulation. I had no doubt it was spirit who was showing me that spot I needed to see because I'm familiar with it. I may be more familiar than others because I live my life this way. But it's not off limits. There's not a barrier. If there is a barrier, the barrier is usually fear or uncertainty or things that go bump in the night that frighten people. So to overcome that fear, you would call upon a loved one, a mother, a friend, someone that only you and that friend may be able to know about. And in fact, in one case, uh, which I still feel a little bad about, uh, a loved one came through and told this bride-to-be that she was having a shower in the following week and the name of the place and everything, which absolutely ruined her surprise shower. But she was more happy to hear from her loved one than the idea of the surprise of the party. So it will show itself in an array, a vast array of infinite ways because you don't always see them or you don't always hear them, or you may not get these little pink lights or iridescent lights, knowing and adapting your thought process to even just the possibility that this could exist adds a little drop of that cap of water that I took a sip of before. So the more it adds up, the easier it becomes to communicate yeah, no, you, 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 you're remarkable, um, and and you, uh, in a recent reading you did with me, you you identified my grandfather so perfectly, and you did. He said, "Who is this guy? He's so short. <laughs> you know, he's got a pipe in his mouth." And my God, he, it couldn't have been more clear to me who that was. You know, and he uh, was and, funny too. Uh, yeah, humor. So helps in spirit. My grandfather community. was hysterical. He was a hysterical guy. You know, he was always joking or practical joking and stuff. He always had a joke, but but uh, but he he was he was fiercely uh, <laughs> he was a very difficult guy to to understand because he had a te- he had a he had a quick fire temper and he had a you know, he had a hysterical sense of humor and uh, you know but he uh, and and he was a it was a brilliant, brilliant man. But and he was uh, also. When he, when he came. And he was you, also. So I'm many. Sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, but many people believe because you're religious, that's why it happens. But in the science of metaphysics and interdimensional understanding, metaphysics yeah. does not force anyone to believe in this creed or that. It's the the. No, the, exactly not. No, you're right. It's, I believe there's a greater greater you, there's a greater life, there's a greater 
uh, universe, and you know, and, and you can connect to it. Doesn't necessarily mean you're a Catholic or a Buddhist or a Muslim or a you know Hindu or whatever. This is not trying mean. to transform, but we do need to investigate and take interest toward right. our dimensions. And then, then we can even go further onto planetary travel and things of that nature. Oh. I think it's a little early for that, and then we can even. I, bring I would in. love. To, I, I hope we can get into that because uh, I know I've done a number of studies on it, and and you you have been there, <laughs> and I would love to talk about that as well. But uh, but this, this talking tonight, I was really glad that we could we could uh, establish some the validity of what we're talking about and how to identify and stamp of approval of what you're experiencing and 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 and, and um you know and, and that's something that uh that seems to be uh you know poo pooed uh, on the uh, everywhere uh you know as to uh i i always go back to um um the problem that uh Houdini had with a now trying to uh and he he, he tried to uh dis uh, uh um discredit uh, every yeah, psychic. it's not a play it's I'm not sorry? theater it's not a play but uh oh, many exactly. and, and he was so adamantly opposed to the thought that that it could possibly be done that that he he know he he kind of blocked himself out from any of the possibility that could be, and and I and I thought that was a rather a, 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 a tragic um, uh, way uh, to to identify, you know, uh, for him, because he never seemed to uh, accept the fact that he could be uh, talked or he could be uh, communicated with from the outside. But um, he was a magician. He was a magician, exactly. Yeah, and I don't know. I, you know, there's two levels of, of magic, and one is the physical uh, magic trick, and the other is the the real the, the, the metaphysical mm-hmm. magic trick. You know, and it's really not a trick; it's it's the metaphysical aspect of of who we are, and who we are evolving to, and the magic of that that remarkable miracle or that that experience of a universal consciousness. You know. And and I I call it the laws of the universe. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that that's where we're at. And under understanding that and identifying those laws is are critical to 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 expanding your own consciousness and understanding your own existence. And once you do that, you uh, you know, you um you know, your whole your whole uh life uh takes on a transcendent a uh, 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 phase, you know, it, it it just transcends the normal, you know, the physical dimension, and you say, oh my God, there is another dimension, there is something greater, there is something beautiful, there is a God, there is a, 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 a an ultimate creation and, a, and something beyond, and and you you know the the mystery goes on and on and on, and it's not confined to this to this earth. And and I and I and I and if we can accomplish anything with this, with this program and with this book that we we eventually will will, will write and, and publish, is is the is the understanding that there are gateways to uh, the ultimate the, to to higher consciousness that we 
have. All we have to do is unlock those gateways, and we have that ability in our mind. We have the keys. All right, we just have to uh, realize that that we do have the keys to open up the door and to open up the gate. And the gateway is right in front of us, you know. Um, but um, you know that that's my that's my hope and my ambition with with this program. And, and you explained it so well tonight, and I thank you so much because uh, that was that was uh, very eloquent. And and you, I think you you inspired a lot of people tonight to to understand what your gift is and what the what the um the ultimate um purpose that we're here is that we we are multidimensional beings you know we do uh we are capable of 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 astral travel we are capable of of uh inter uh galactic uh understanding and uh, all we have to do is just tune into ourselves Tune into our teachers. And, Even just and, attempt. Play peekaboo. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't be afraid of it. You know, just 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 go for it, and 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 be amazed at what comes back and what and what what happens, and uh, it's it, it's overwhelming, and it can take it can take years or it can take months or it can take days, but you know. Yeah, and you as a child were already talking to other people. I I remember I had I had an invisible friend. He could have been. He was so real to me that you know I talked to him and spoke to him every day. His name was Charlie, and I was just a kid. I mean, I was mm-hmm. I was like four or five years old. You know, when I remember this 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 invisible entity that I talked to, and um, every single day, and. Um, he was my best friend, you know, Charlie, 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 you know. Uh, my mother said, you know, you blamed everything on Charlie. <laughs> That's why, you know? Ma, Charlie. Yeah, no. right. But, it, but <laughs> that was an individual, but it was, a, but it was an entity that I, that I knew that was there. And many children have that ability to, to, to see and feel and, and identify other, you know, that, that other dimension. But as they grow older, they, the door closes, or they, you know, they, their, um, you know, doubt is sets in, and you know, whatnot. Well, but, we're, you know, we're, uh, we're guided with academia and, uh, oh, yeah. and religion and and uh, parental guidance. But before we do close, I see the time is running rather quickly. Three yeah. words, perhaps, that could help. One is the application of it, attempt. The other is action, actually action, action, the first tone, Uh, you know, do some action, all right? You want an application of it, but you want action. And this quality, uh, this quality of action will give you a flash, perhaps, uh, 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 of a light or something like that. And the other word is adaptability. Uh, adaptability is the best means for conversation with the forces. When you develop adaptability, you begin to trust not only your thought process, because a lot of times, and I know I use this often, is it live or is it Memorex for those who are dating us? <laughs> right. Oh, that's so true. That's very, very true. Yeah. You know, yeah. but the, the adaptability that you become accustomed 
to the reception of of this unexpectedness uh, or right. the uh, the acceptance of gee uh, is this really happening? And the more right. often do it, like the lady who kept saying, waking up at three three three, I says, you know what you do? I says, write down number four four four, and don't you know it? The next night she woke up at four four four. It didn't have to be the next <laughs> night. So the mind is controllable. You can accelerate to any level. Uh, your accumulations uh, will, will come to, together. And uh, the cosmos will work with your consciousness. And remember, it's your inherent birthright to uh, to go into this infinite energy. And again, oh. it will be your own design. Your own design. Right. So right. if you're uncertain, test it. But of all means, do not forget you only want the highest and best in spirit for guidance. Yeah. Whether you believe yeah. in it or not, you only want the highest and best because the faster the atom spins, like we talked about the fan, then those denser energies cannot, or negative energies as people fear, cannot come as close to you. It's, a, it's kind of like a centrifugal force. And the faster right. the fan spins, the clearer your vision. And the higher oh, your vibration, eyes. the higher your your intentions, right. the, 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 the more pure they have become. And, um, you know, with that, I, I, we're, we're, we're done with the program. But I thank you so much, Maria. That was, that was so clear, so, so brilliant. And thank you for being, uh, my, uh, being so with us tonight. And, I'd um, like to talk a little bit about sleep next week, if that's okay, what goes on uh, during sleep. Absolutely, please. And um, but um, I, I can't thank you enough for being on and being being so 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 there with uh, with everything tonight. And um, you know, uh, I think a lot of people will be uh, very very illuminated by our conversation tonight. And uh, we thank you for that. Well, so, I do appreciate the time and the space and our friendship. And please do say hello to Leo. And your listeners are a little hesitant. Give it a peek. <laughs> no, I, I, All right. I, I will do that. So, good night, Maria, and thanks for being with us again. And we'll Always. You okay. Thank you, Leah. Okay. Good night. Thanks. And uh, I want to thank uh, everybody who listened tonight. And uh, uh, there was a caller that came in, and we kind of missed him, but um, he kind of left us quickly. But uh, we thank him for joining, and hopefully, hopefully he's listening to the rest of the program. But uh, thank you, and uh, have a pleasant evening, and join us next week uh, when we talk about sleep, okay, and uh, other means to get to the next dimension. So thank you, Maria, and uh, good night.